Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dame County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Layla Borokim, running for the Madison Metropolitan School Board, seat four. As we begin, I'd like to give you uh, an, op an opening statement. I'd like you to give an opening statement as your educational, vocational, and civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this position and why you're running for Madison Metropolitan School Board. So my name is Layla Brookham, and I'm a mom to a first grader currently attending our Madison public school system. Um, I'm running for school board because I want to be part of the team finding solutions to the issues that affect all of our children. I want to ensure that every child leaves our Madison public schools with a sense of belonging and community prepared to live their best life. Uh, I'm here because I support all of our kids getting a quality, fully funded public education, and that's why I'm running for uh, Madison School Board. The achievement gap between white students and students of color is a chronic problem that MMSD has struggled with for a long time. What of the superintendent's priorities for narrowing the gap do you support, and what do you believe should be the board's priorities? Um, I think that investing in children at a young age is definitely needs to be more of a priority. Um, I realize that kids are not getting into our public school system until they are going to 4K. However, there is um, so much research out there that points to the importance of early education. So I think that that needs to be something that is um, uh, looked at more and supported more. Um, we need to have more culturally relevant curriculum and um, our teachers need to be also given culturally relevant uh, trainings. Um, so we also need to be focusing on the early literacy of K through 12 kids, um, or I'm sorry, K through uh, second grade um, before you know they slip up fully. So that's kind of the best spot to start with. A personalized pathways program is being implemented and promoted in the Madison School District as one way to open educational opportunities for students of color and help to close the achievement gap. What do you see as the strengths and weaknesses of the program as it is currently structured? Um, I think that it's hard to ask children, I guess, because that's what they are, right, to kind of decide what they want to do for the rest of their future. Um, but at the same time, not everything that you start out doing in life, you will end up doing. So I personally um, worked as a, as a certified nursing assistant, which I think is part of this program. Um, and I'm not that today. So it's not necessarily um, just because you're pushed into something um, or choose to do that early on, you're not going to be giving up necessarily the rest of your life. And I think that it is going to be giving a lot of kids an opportunity to get skills and um, for a job set that uh, we actually really need in society. And I don't think it's necessarily only geared, uh, geared towards children of color. I think that all children in the school district are able to participate in that program. So um, I think it's a program that um, maybe might need some tweaking, but I think it's a good program. Staff use of racial slurs has recently emerged as a significant personnel issue in the Madison schools. How should this issue be addressed throughout the district? I think that we need to be teaching our teachers um, a lot, giving them a lot more training 
as to what's appropriate and what's not appropriate in school settings to use in their, you know, speech patterns. Um, I think, you know, it's not something that should be tolerated at all in, in a school setting. A school setting needs to be a place where kids feel safe, and if their teachers are um, using inappropriate language, then that's not somewhere that they're going to feel good about going. So definitely something that we need to um, be giving you know, attention to and making sure that teachers know what's good and what's not good to be talking about in the classroom. School safety is a hot-button issue across the country. How do you look at the issue of school safety, and what is the school board's role in addressing it? Um, so every day that I drop my son off at, the, at a public school, where, um, I think about this. Um, I think about how safe is he going to be throughout the day when I'm not there for him. Um, and it's, it's hard as a parent because we are putting so much trust into this system um, our kids spend more time in the classroom than they do with us sometimes. Um, so it is, it's one of the things that we need to really make sure that we are focusing on and um, I guess caring about, <laughs> making sure that we're taking the data and the research that's out there and applying it to real time um, so that our kids and our teachers and, our, and the parents, you know, feel safe having our kids in the public schools. What do you identify as the big, biggest budget issues for the school district in 2019 and going forward, and how do you propose the board address them? Um, <clears throat> I think that the, uh, the safety of our buildings is, a, is an important issue. Um, I think that now that we have a new governor who takes education, um, makes education more of a priority than our last government governor did, I think that we're going to have a lot more uh, financial things to work with. The budget is a um, it's a a moral our value statement, right? It's not um, we're not talking about. You know, we're talking about kids. That's what the budget kind of reflects and how much we're willing to invest in our kids and our teachers and our schools. So it needs to be something that is really well thought out and looked at and um, done well. How do you envision keeping up with multiple constituencies, including students, parents, teachers, administrators, and the taxpayers who are not part of these other groups but to whom you must answer? I think that we have to just look, uh, make sure that everybody feels that their voice is being heard. Um, I'm very good at listening to all different types of people, all different walks of life. Um, people want to make sure that their voices make a difference. And our schools are not just made up of teachers and students. Our schools are the foundation of our society. So if one part of the school system is not working, that's going to have a negative effect on our entire society. So even though somebody does not have a student in the school system, that doesn't mean that they that their life is not going to be affected um, by what's happening in them. So taxpayers, you know, need to kind of feel and see the value of our public schools and make sure that they are investing in the future of our community through them. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Um, 
So I've done the work to get myself in the seat. Um, I'm good at hearing people. Some of the candidates that I'm in the, the race with are very polarizing. Um, I come to this seat with a no outside agenda, with open ears, um, ready to do the work that needs to get done. I want to thank Layla Borakim for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Yeah.